3: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Wax Quizzical. This is the podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven, unfortunately, very few of the answers. But we'll see if we can change that today with Alex Dyson. Hello, Kyron. How are you? I'm going
4: quite well today. That's good. Another day with you at Comedy Republic. and so <laughs> This is going to be tough, this sort you of know, chat
3: up the top, because I'm, we have literally nothing to say to each other. That's the thing.
4: I must be going good, because the amount of time we spend together in this venue uh, <laughs> And walking to
3: and from the venue. Walking to and, and at from. at the pub after the venue. Yeah, And at restaurants for lunch. That we must enjoy each other's company. So it's <laughs> yes. an absolute pleasure to yep. do it on mic this time. We used to do it on mic a lot. No, it's all secrets. No one knows. No but one knows what we get up to anymore. We're
4: happy to let you know that this July 19, Karen and I will be having a barn me and you can buy tickets to <laughs> view that lunch at comedyrepublic.com.au. we'll sit there in silence for most of the time because we would have talked earlier on but we'll occasionally talk about uh, the insurance which is due for the venue in the new financial year
3: <laughs> yes it's kind of it's it's weird cuz like i mean when you're on a pod with a friend you are you sort of you're selling your relationship a bit aren't you you're selling your friendship like do you catch up with matt very much off air no
4: so and in so, fact, recently I tried to catch up with Matt O'Kine. Obviously from Matt, Matt and Alex, the podcast. Uh, I was going through Brisbane. I'd gone to Darwin. I thought maybe I could on the way home, mm-hmm. go via Brisbane, stay at his place, haven't visited him since he's moved up there. Yes. He goes, oh, oh, I'm <laughs> going away with my partner and a kid. I'm like, I, we talked about this. Didn't we? He goes, yeah. I looked in the calendar and it said, Daiso's in town. Um, but I thought you were here for something else. I'm like, no, I was coming to visit you. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So anyway, I had to book a new flight and uh, Oh, <laughs> he didn't different.
3: change it. <laughs> no, he said, sorry, it's locked in. I'm like, well, oh, I'll give Rizzo a miss, miss this time. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't need to catch up any longer because no, there, are ten questions, there are 10 questions in front of us and a brains trust. What are we shooting for? 10. 10, ten out, out of, of 10. Ten. Ten. Ten, Today? 10
4: optimistic. I think I got five last time. I was really upset with that. <laughs> I was like genuinely, it could annoyed you, me for a while. Do
3: you remember, could you blame the brains trust? Do you remember who it was?
4: Well, you can, but
3: in the end, I'll, I've got to make the final decision, don't yeah, I? It's so, down to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's your fault. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see if it's your fault or your brain's trust's fault <laughs> today. First up, specifically from seasons three and four of The Crown, it's Prince Philip. Oh, hello there. Very <laughs> nice to meet you. And Thank Pins you so much. Philip from season three and four of The Crown, as you said. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, is that Are they your favourite seasons of The Crown? Uh, f- for me, yes. Yep. I was no longer the philandering uh, Doctor Who type, but mm. not the old man of the later seasons. Yes, you weren't yes. dead yet, I guess. Yes, and
1: I feel that I give the people something
3: to hope for in those seasons. What, what huh? is it that you give the people to hope for, do you think?
1: We give them something to aspire to, you'll see. Mm. And Lilibet, she holds up something wonderful for them. And if they could just see what we do for them, they would hate us less.
4: Yes. I just realised Lilibet, like, I haven't watched The Crown. When you're saying Lilibet, I'm like, who's this Lilibet? That's Queen Elizabeth we're talking about, is it? That's
1: my pet name for her. Ah, the researchers yes. at okay. The Crown You're found talking about that the out. Queen. I
4: was like, who could this Lilibet yeah. be? Is this a,
3: a weird niece or something? <laughs> no. Yes. no, that's your wife. The Queen. Yes, my wife. I'm Prince Philip. <laughs> And uh, Prince Philip, specifically from seasons three and four of The Crown, does your knowledge of the royal family stop after season four of The Crown? Yes, I'm I'm sort of stuck between the years of
1: the years. The years of, um, I don't even know, I should have researched.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, when you're living your own life, it's difficult to, you know, to take notice of that. I think sort of I was roughly
1: like the 70s to the 80s, yes. so I know everything before it. And I gee oh,
4: whiz, you have, were in your 70s or 80s, or, you know, or was the, the, decades the decades of the 1900s? Yeah, I missed Diana
3: in the last bit, <laughs> um. and that's where your knowledge. That's where you. That's all the information you have about the royal family. Absolutely. Okay. So well, we may. So, any questions about that, uh, <laughs> I hope they come after. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean, you'd have a full knowledge of prior Diana because you lived it.
1: Well, yes, but you see, I, I'm very busy, you see. I'm a very yes. busy man, uh, tending good? to the palaces and uh, unveiling statues. So if there's a gap in my knowledge, I can explain it away with that.
4: Yes, well, I remember okay. I did your Duke of Edinburgh award, like I did the hikes and I did in, in
3: high school. There's a Duke of Edinburgh You know award, the Duke of Edinburgh award. Yes, if it was invented before 1983. <laughs>
4: I'm very familiar with that. So, Prince
3: Philip is here to assist you today.
4: Oh, excellent. But the Brains Trust does not seem to know a lot about himself. So, I'm sure you'll know a lot about
3: everything else as well. There. We also (laughs) have for you here on the Brains Trust, it's
5: an empath. Oh, thank you. Hi, guys.
3: Hi. Thank you so much for being with us today.
5: And can I just say thank you for sharing this with me? I feel so grateful
3: Mm. to be here. Yeah, Um, should we we call you an empath? Is your name Emily Path? What's your?
5: Well, if you'd like that, yes. (laughs) My name is Morgan, but I often get a sense that that does bring up a lot for people.
3: Morgan, Morgan.
5: So I just go with empath, and you can place on that whatever you like.
3: Oh, Morgan Path.
5: Sure. Okay, if well, that well, makes uh, you feel good. If the,
3: what, okay. I'm like trying to think what Morgan
4: brings up for me. And honestly, I think it's Val Morgan cinemas. Like before a movie, there's like but a But I cinem- know
5: I can feel that you had a, a bad time at a cinema one time and that can evoke some sort of upsetting feeling. So I mm-hmm. don't want to bring back cinemas for anybody. Right.
3: Was it something about Alex that made you feel that way?
5: I, I like register the, that yeah. he would have had an experience as a young man that went poorly in a cinema.
4: I remember after seeing oh, Lord of I the Rings. Oh, I can feel it. Oh, God. Lord of the Rings, the two towers at Warrnambool Capital Cinemas, in Year 9, mm. we came out and... <laughs> oh, sorry, I mean... Um, <laughs> I mean... Uh, it's a different name. <laughs> we, we don't edit this podcast, do we? <laughs> Yeah, we do now. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> she doesn't want to be associated with me. Um, asked me out to, to be her boyfriend and I was like, yes. And we dated for a few months, and, but we went to different schools and didn't see each other. So then that
3: stopped. So that was mm-hmm. sad.
5: Exactly, mm. and I could preempt that, sadness, that sadness. So yeah. we'll just go with empath. I think
3: <laughs> so. An empath is here. Well, thank you to very much for today. Um, still, still hoping for ten out of ten. I'm a little bit sceptical of the ten on ten, but okay. let's and give
4: it a try. And I
5: feel that, and I welcome you to be sceptical. <laughs> just sit in it. Just let it sit, <laughs> because it'll pass. A feeling if you just let it sit only last mm. three seconds.
3: Yeah, because they're not us, are they? No, They're just signals. It's just oh, no, a journey through. I've been feeling yeah. awkward for longer than three seconds
5: now. <laughs> and that's Question something number you're one. bringing, Alex. <laughs> okay. Question number one: Which
3: band wrote the album "The Division Bell"? Are you into your music, Prince Philip? Yes, I, I
1: suppose I am. And I me and Lilybeth sometimes listen to music in our adjacent rooms.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Her room is through some doorways. It symbolises
3: our distance. Yes, uh, and what, what does she if, listen to?
1: She listens to classical music, mm. as do I. I'm Prince Philip.
3: <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, you are. Yes, you're Prince Philip, and you're a big fan of classical music. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. and yes. obviously, I mean, Lilibet uh, has lots of big events, doesn't she? Where she oh, she's got a jamboree. Very right, few it, people get a jamboree. Exactly, pulls out all the modern music. Do you enjoy that as well? When, well I would the say band- we have an
1: equal amount of events. <laughs> you and the No, queen. I'm picking
5: up on something
1: there. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing to pick up there. I worked through that in season two. <laughs>
5: <laughs> We're always a work in progress, aren't we? Uh, yes,
3: absolutely. I love my little bit. <laughs>
5: Mm. Empath, music
3: is um, very emotive. People, it's really take can take people to a memory. It can really take people to a place.
5: Absolutely, it oh, it's make a make higher access. power. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's one of life's great gifts to use music to really connect to your yeah. inner self.
3: And also waterfall soundtracks.
5: Great for if you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Can evoke that if you're in a waiting room. The emotion a, of a, needing
3: to go to the bathroom. Mm.
5: Absolutely. Or mm. if you've got to do a urine sample, also handy. Mm. Okay.
3: Yeah, no help oh. at all there, I'm afraid.
4: Did you get lots? I really hate these things as well because having worked at a uh, alternative music radio station for Mm. about a decade. Whenever I'm at trivia nights now and it's like the music round, like I sit at a table, everyone like turns to me and goes, oh, you're ready to go, time to shine. I just feel the pressure all the time and Mm -hmm. I don't know the answer to this question and I'm feeling that right now. And that's
5: really common in this day and age to not feel like you're living up to that expectation. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Prince Philip, what's your area of knowledge at trivia nights? Do you have royal trivia nights at the palace? No, I
1: don't. I think Uh it's a very – uh, civilian thing, you know. We recently did a documentary to show that we watch television like the like the civilians, but I don't do those sorts of things because I give the people something to aspire to. I don't know if I mm. mentioned that. Um, yes. So I, I wouldn't do a trivia night. I, I mean, I didn't have the classical education of a, of a normal person. M- my education was about manners and etiquette. And, and uh,
5: I just want to say that your experience in that education is valid.
1: Yes, well, thank you so much. I also know, if you've got any questions 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 coming up, I'll I'll guarantee it. I know everything there is to know about the British Navy.
4: I okay. know everything. It's <laughs> a okay. uh, hobby a mine. You'll see. The <laughs> Division there. Bell. Um, still on question number one. Okay. Um,
3: do you? What have you? You like music, Kyron? I do like music. Um, The Division Bell.
1: It's got the ring of a sort of indie band, don't you think?
3: Does
4: yeah. Maybe a deep breath a will
5: help you it. find that answer within yeah. you. The the
4: sort of visual.
1: Two thousands. <laughs> they played a big day out before they got big. You know what
4: yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's. I wonder what Gang of Youth's first album was called. Ah, uh, no, it's not. Yeah, that. but I think I'd. I if I'd hear that, I'd know it. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, it sounds like a Nick Cave sort of. Yeah, thing. a bit like a that, or a You and I,
4: or a. Let's go with. <laughs> Kiss, Chasey.
5: Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it.
3: <laughs> question number two. Who was the second president of the United States? Uh, yes. Ooh. Politics.
4: Oh, yes. wow. Well, if only there was someone who moved in those sort of circles, really old <laughs>
3: uh, political kind of person Prince in the room. Philip, do you consider yourself the second queen of the United Kingdom?
1: Oh, that's such a funny question to ask. No. You see, my role as the prince is um, one of support. We all support the crown, you see. Yeah. She is to be... She is more than a human. She is an institution. And the, I, there were some episodes about that, I think, where we're <laughs> sort of... <laughs> that our sacrifice is to give up ourselves in support of her, you know? Yes,
3: it's unfair, though, isn't it? Because when, when we uh, crown a king, as we have mm. just done, because your wife died, uh, uh. we have uh, the consort. is the queen. You know, the, the, the partner is the called the queen. But, of is- course, you're not called the king.
1: No, no, I'm not. Um, and that was very hard for me, I believe. Uh, although I haven't watched season one for a while, but I think I did have some trouble with that. And in, and then she, I think she gave her, our kids my name as so, as an ex, in exchange. So I'm looking to you, the empath. Have you watched the crowd? <laughs>
5: There's there's honestly too many emotions running through that show that it does affect me too much to watch it. But I did want to check in because I think you just learnt your wife died as you only have <laughs> known up to season four of The Crown.
2: Mm. Well, so I, think- I wanted
5: to check in about how that information is registering for you.
1: I did want to leave that because for me that opens up... Uh- Just a myriad of questions. Am am I in some sort of time portal? Are you Zooming to me in the past? Or have I come to the future? Am I aware of the fact that you... Is this entire podcast being done in the early 80s? I mean, uh, I can only answer that question if I answer all of the questions I've just presented, uh, which I will.
3: I think... (laughs) But who was the second president <laughs> of the United uh,
4: States? Uh, uh, Jefferson. Martin Van Buren was on site. He was like the No, I think he's eights. one of the bondage <laughs> <laughs> I was about the 13th or the 7th or something. Um, was Jefferson, did he become president? Uh, he was a president, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, we'll was the Jefferson.
5: second one one that people f- often forget?
4: Yeah, well, who was the second Australian prime minister? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Barton and then Was it Deacon? Alfred it Deacon? Deacon? We did do the hottest one, hottest 10 prime ministers of all time. Didn't do the full 100. Well, we didn't have 100. There's only 30 or so.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't a bloody charity list.
3: <laughs> this is the creme de la creme. Bob Hawke on top?
4: Uh, Bob Hawke won. Yeah, of course. And um, at the time didn't get in touch. But apparently, because Gough Whitland came second... And apparently if, if he'd won, he would have written a select little note at the time to say thank you to the listeners of Triple J for
3: voting. Though. Well, he started Triple J, of course.
4: Well, it was the 1970s. It yeah. came through, a bit of funding to the arts.
3: Did you get a letter from the Queen when you turned 100? Well, I haven't turned 100. I don't know how many times <laughs> I
1: have to explain to you that I'm roughly in the 80s. <laughs> but who was the second president? by J-
3: Tobias Th- Th- Menzies, you see. Go Jefferson. U- you want Je- yeah. Jefferson, I'll walk in. Yeah. Jefferson. Jefferson. Question number three, who wrote the Australian novel Cloud Atlas? You have a big atlas in the Buckingham Palace. They
1: have I everything. I can tell you. you know, I, I, really? A lot really? Because you're think a
3: pilot. So you must have used an atlas to navigate around as a pilot. Is that? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was in the,
5: well, the Navy. Think, or did I, did I just hear
3: that from a...
4: Dude, pretending I thought you'd <laughs> watch the crown
1: Yes I think you need to uh, Not <laughs> just get your facts from me <laughs>
5: And I will say um, Prince Philip is allowed to be whoever he wants to be So it mm. feels safe in this space oh, To be darling. a pilot or not a pilot
1: Darling don't you understand That is the privilege of, of the normal people No I must support the crown I can't be what I want to be If I could I would sail around And be Doctor Who forever
3: <laughs>
5: Okay I'm getting a lot of hostile energy From you in this moment A lot of anger and pent up frustration.
3: Mm. Yes. And what do you do when you feel that sort of emotion?
5: I will go to one of those smash rooms.
3: Oh, you break, Get it out. Break just a lot of feel china. Feel the emotion for a bit.
5: Absolutely. You got to feel it. Mm. Acknowledge it's true. You and name then, it, don't you? N- absolutely. And then um, find a healthy way to get it out of you.
3: Mm, like smashing plates.
5: Smashing plates.
4: Mm. Smashing pumpkins. Maybe that was the answer to the first one. We can't go back. Okay.
3: Um, Who wrote the Australian novel Cloud Atlas? Oh.
4: Australian
3: novelist. You're an Australian novelist.
4: That was going to
5: be my
3: (laughs) Was it you? It's
4: not him. It's not me. Although I was a question on The Chase the other day (laughs) uh, who who wrote Eric the Awkward Orc, which is Australian radio DJ. Uh, Yeah, well, the guy goes, radio DJ, an author of Eric the Awkward Orc is Alex. And the person goes, Jones? (laughs) 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 Jones? Dyson. <laughs> 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 then Larry Emder moves on to the next question. That's it exciting. quite brief. Ooh.
5: Huge moment for you, Alex. I want us to all just acknowledge that. Oh,
3: it was um, Do you want to put magic? Alex Jones? Wrote <sighs> right, Cloud Atlas. Oh.
5: I also think that it could have been Tim Winton expressing himself.
3: All right. I'm going to go with the empath. All right. I feel Lockheed correct. Tim
5: Winton. I feel it too.
3: <laughs> question number four, TV question here. Oh, Who yes. played the lead role of Kath? In the Australian TV series Kath and Kim. Well, have you
2: ever seen Kath and Kim? Now, bring Kath bring and Kim?
5: A, I absolutely do. It's a um, fantastic piece of Australian culture. It's yeah, often a John. reference point for um, people coming into therapy. They'll, they'll bring mm-hmm. that as a reference of this is what my life looks like. Right. So it's a fantastic I'm a Kath, documentary. I'm a Kim. Yes, mm. absolutely. Sort of
3: like Sex and the City. Yes, yes. Like, which one are you?
5: And Australia is, of course, the, the fifth character in it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes The country itself
4: yeah. Well it's sort of it's, it, I'm not sure um, Prince Philip But um, sort of Australian civilians it's, it's a story about Australian civilians uh, In the charming, suburbs uh, Very
1: charming yes. Yeah
4: Your yes. subjects
1: Yes you know, Absolutely You know And I am a knight of course uh, Your Prime Minister I imagine he made it quite high up On the top ten Prime Minister's Tony <laughs> 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 He, he uh, made me a knight of Australia If you remember correctly He did How did you feel about that? Uh, well, I don't know. I, You're just, the only I got one, aren't that you? from the future as well. I just remembered. <laughs> Damn, that I don't know that yet. I, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well.
3: But who played? Who played?
1: Kath. I take comfort in the fact that I'm playing a character that doesn't know. <laughs> And I know that there'll be a time where it's very awkward because there'll be some sort of Navy question (laughs) coming up.
3: (laughs) I I think there's there's Navy adjacent. Just hang tight. Um, Because Kath would always say, Kimmy, Kimmy. Uh, And so I think Gina was playing Kimmy, Kimmy. which I think would mean that Jane Turner was probably playing Kath. That's right. right. That does feel right. right. Lock in Jane Turner. Question number five. Which art movement? is characterized by its use of optical illusions <gasps> and geometric patterns.
2: <sighs>
4: oh,
3: how do amazing. you feel about art movement? How do you feel about optical illusions? Oh, those magic empath- eyes. God,
4: they had a moment for a while there, didn't they? The yeah. old magic eye? They, did they footprints.
1: Yes, uh, you know, I, I got a sneak peek.
4: <laughs> it was, so was so the
1: treat of the elite for a long time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> magic eyes? Yes, we yeah. were getting magic eyes I, for each other for years before was, you. Kept secret for a long time. I think the Knights of the Round Table had a little magic
3: eye.
1: They had a little... Um,
4: <laughs>
3: What was in it? If they got it right, if they went cross-eyed just the right way, what did the knights of the round table uh, actually see? The location of the Ark of the Covenant. Wow. And that's how it's been lost because no one can actually truly decipher. They don't know how to
1: cross their eyes properly. Yeah. (laughs) If anyone could figure it out, we'd we'd get those answers. Yes. Yeah, it
4: always makes me feel disorientated, the old magic eyes a little bit, and then bang, there Mm. it is. It's like a little rabbit or something.
3: Mm. How do you feel like optical illusions? Because illusion, I mean, that is like that's that's not saying what an emotion is, or not saying what it is. Isn't it?
5: It's ju- it's visual trickery. It's and deception. And it's right? deception. It's lies. And if I'm in the room with an optical illusion, I feel everybody else's chaos, and that energy is so overwhelming. So wow. I, art is unfortunately not for me. Mm. I feel too much there.
3: Yes, yeah, it just gives off too much. Yeah. Um, okay, so no help, but which <laughs> art movement, Alexander, is characterised well, by its use of optical illusions and geometric patterns?
4: Well, it's not just a magic eye. You've got to come up with some phobicism or something or like yeah. cubism or... Exactly.
3: Or, uh, well, I guess cubism is geometric patterns and opti- I don't oh, know yeah? if it's optical... Oh, yeah, with cubism. Is it optical illusions? I don't know if I'd go that far, but it could be. yeah. Go hit it, cubism. Right. Lock in cubism. Question number six. The, the cubism um, hosted by Andy Lee. What does what does the acronym GPS stand for? What does the acronym GPS stand Can for? Did you ever that? come up with what about this in atlases in- and GPS? Now this is very. Yeah. Did you ever use a GPS in the navy? Uh, yes, well, I
1: mean, I didn't. Uh, did you get a sneak peek of that? <laughs> a sneak peek of the GPS? Yes, I did, actually. I did a tour of a factory where they make them in the Midlands and um, I met a number of people. They were very proud people making their little GPSs. Mm. And I shook their hands and, and I went on my way. And that is that is the hope I give to the British people and the entire empire. See. A handshake. I give them something. I don't know if you know this. I give them something to aspire to.
4: Great. <laughs> GPS Great Prince support.
3: Yes, absolutely. That is one thing it could stand for. You sort of give them the the inspiration of memory loss. I think.
4: Yes, yes.
1: I give them that sort of. uh, The crown is more than any of us, and um, people
3: can hope to forget.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And we make that point season after season.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But what does the acronym GPS stand for? I guess you use it when you're you're feeling lost. Don't you? You
5: yeah. do, and in that moment, I just want to check in with you, Alex, as our contestant today. Mm. I'm sensing you are feeling a bit lost. What's going on inside right now?
4: Yeah, the the inability to do correct answers really is is the thing that's mm. I'm mm. not loving yes, here at the, the moment. The inability to do correct answers. Yeah, and speak. <laughs> the
5: and is that yes bringing things? up feelings of <laughs> shame or embarrassment or? Um, yes, but the
4: good thing about it is, and this is like. This is tips I give for young, you know, young podcasters out there. You don't actually get too much better. You just get better at dealing with how, the embarrassing thing things that you do. <gasps> yeah.
5: Oh, that's beautiful.
4: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. So it's, we it's hear you, Learning Alex. to sit in, in the embarrassment.
1: Oh. Yeah. I don't know the answer, but I, I think I could help. Maybe we could work through it together. Yeah. <gasps> I was thinking about teamwork. it's a G and it's a P and it's an S, and I thought, <laughs> well, what is it? It, it? It's a global device yeah. using satellites to help you find your position, and, yeah. and I don't know if that's the answer. I really truly don't, but I thought perhaps you could try and put global position satellite together in some sort of sentence. Mm. That feels like well, an I aspirational answer. Global positioning
4: like- system? Sure, if you want.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did oh, say satellite. No, he said satellite. System.
4: Global positioning satellite. Well, I think GPS is a global positioning system if I'm using GPS.
5: I trust the system. Maybe
4: you use
3: system. a satellite, yeah, but the system is the system. The system
4: is the, the system. The system of
5: satellites, sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, wonderful. God,
3: it's going be very annoying if it is satellite.
2: <laughs>
4: Question number seven. <laughs> yes,
5: but
1: I,
3: I, I'm happy that it's a different answer to the one I've
1: given because then I win
3: either way. <laughs> <laughs> Which element has the atomic number 79? Which element, element? has the atomic number 79? So does that oh. mean 79 electrons? I guess it does. Is that, the, is that how we define that? I don't know. I'm asking. I you see, I didn't get a <sighs> traditional education. So we've got it's
4: the first, the we've got the second that. president and the 79th element. Yes. Now, in
3: um, the third and fourth season of The Crown. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I have a memory of mm-hmm. going to a cafe where everything was gold and the name of the cafe was AU79. Oh, and it was wow. a gorgeous cafe that filled me with warmth and not just from the coffee. <laughs> because everyone there was having a good time, and so I, I feel we you.
2: could be
5: <laughs> We could be playing in that world of joy and golden goodness <laughs> with yes. AU79. Yeah, I really.
4: Hope but his there's characters are based on someone.
5: <laughs> there's a chance, however, that I have had a false memory,
4: mm, which mm. do
5: happen. And it could be a different number.
3: I think a really quick way to spotting a psychopath <laughs> is someone telling you they're an empath. Mm.
5: <laughs> no, 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 no. I just feel a lot, mm, and yeah. I've not killed any animals recently. John
3: <laughs> put
4: gold. That sounds pretty good to me. I know you've got a lot of gold, gold in your crown. Do you? Well it's
1: not my crown, you see. Uh, I'm doing a service, you know.
4: Yes, it's important service. Also I own as well.
1: heaps and heaps of land. It's gold <laughs> always <laughs> really <laughs> fucking rich, you know. <laughs> and we talk about it a lot in the show about how much we've given up. We don't talk about how much fucking I owned like ten percent of the country, she <laughs> <laughs>
5: And did everyone else just feel the room get warmer and more excited? (laughs) Prince Philip is very happy about his land.
1: Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, go on. Fucking get rid of the royals then. I'll be the richest man in the whole country.
4: Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
3: I hate um, them both. I hate them both. Yeah, let's uh, go with 79. All right. That's okay. Gold. Gold. I'll we'll put gold. Question number eight. Not about the Navy, but it may cross some areas for you, Prince Philip. Crying after sex is a normal response clinically termed what? <laughs> Crying after D- sex. Doing a Dyson. Is is it mean, normal- <laughs> <laughs> I think
4: that's what the scientists have uh. Have labelled <laughs> that one?
3: <laughs>
5: uh, it's a certainly terminology we use in my practice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> Crying <laughs> after sex is a normal response, clinically termed as what? Do you and do you the Queen, I'm, I mean, this is, uh, I know this is a... Well, uh, it's oh, season bloody three and four would be
4: going at it pretty hard. Because yeah, we've all do-
3: seen your ass. Um, of course, in season well, in season one and yeah, that's one, a
1: different person's ass. I was played by a different person. Oh, then. I see. Sorry. Yes. Um. See, if you think you're getting anything out of me about our sex life, uh, you are greatly mistaken.
3: That's well, you you must have had sex. What four times? Three successful.
1: Oh, see, you you, you must understand. And I'm, then I'm a gentleman of a particular era. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, my. <laughs> Lilibet's favourite The question was how much I have sex with my wife Queen of England Mm. Do you think that me talking about having sex With someone that represents something For so many people
4: Mm. Would Mm. be a
1: good thing to do Yes
4: Mm. Do it for the country
1: No but don't you understand She represents more than a lady having sex with me not see?
3: But I'm to you, on some occasions, that's exactly what she was.
1: Well, to me, she's my lily bet. Yes, that's the that's the complexity of our. Characters. What's it like having sex with a monarch? Well, it, when I'm having sex with the monarch, I'm not having sex with my wife. I'm having sex with a symbol. You see, mm-hmm. a symbol that we can all aspire to. <laughs> Ever wear the crown
3: during sex? Yes.
1: <laughs> but the crown handler has to be there. Have you seen those people with the white gloves? Yeah, clubs? with the gloves. Yeah, yes, yeah. he has to be there. Because she's
3: was. the only one that can touch the crown jewels with her own hands, right? Yes, yes. I
1: I, I think you're alluding there or you, trying to set me up for some sort of joke where I'm my
4: balls at the crown. Do you? I won't be going to such base humor. Do you wear a white velvet condom when you do it? <laughs> no, I, I wear. I, wear, oh, yeah. I got a sectomy, I
3: presume. <laughs> After Andrew, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> crying after sex is a normal response. Clinically termed as what? I mean, as an empath, you yeah, must have experienced right here, the emotions empath. of sex before.
5: Absol- I've had the roller coaster. If if they're crying, I'm crying. If they're mm. angry, I'm angry. If they're wow, very sad, responsive I'm sad. lover. Absolutely, if mm. they're feeling it, I'm feeling it. So there's often crying. But there's often happy times. Doing a Dyson, it is normal, <laughs> like this question said.
4: Yeah, well, crying after sex, sort of like tears, water.
3: Um, Do you want to put tears, water? <laughs> no, let's go eye-jizzing. <laughs> I'll put eye-jizzing. Question you number nine. Fall. Fingers
4: crossed.
5: <laughs> I think you got think that, that one, Alex. We feel very positive <laughs> about the 10 out of 10. <laughs>
3: Question number nine. Which war was fought from the 16th of December, 1880, until the 23rd of March, 1881? That'd be the (gasps) Boer War. Question number (laughs) ten.
4: No, I... Wasn't that in the 1890s?
1: Yeah, probably. (laughs) I just felt that this character would know that answer immediately. So I just said it and then hoped for the best.
4: It was. I mean, it is I don't – I hate to shoot that down because I know no other wars in the turn of the 18th to 19th century.
5: I'd just like to quickly take a moment. We've said war and you've said shoot down and I just think we're using a lot of inflammatory language and I'm actually Mm. feeling –
4: Quite well, overwhelmed. Step, <laughs> step aside from that. Have you been in a war before?
5: I feel like I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have spoken to people that know others that went to war. Mm. And so <laughs> I know that feel I can so see. So you it. must
3: really feel it then. You must mm. know exactly what it's like. Mm.
5: Absolutely. I feel the heaviness of that on my back.
3: Mm. Yeah, totally. And you've had fights.
5: I've had fights, I've witnessed fights, I've heard about fights, and I feel them just as if I was there. You're
4: getting this mm. punch yourself, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, you've been in the military. Yes. You've lived through wars. (gasps) How many wars has your country started?
1: Well, you know, it's not quite like that. Is it? I don't know. And I'd like to keep I think we're hitting a point here with the character that I just don't know how complex how he would engage with such a complex issue.
5: (laughs) Well, let me let me take on that complexity for you. you and just say it actually it takes a lot to be the person to start a war too. Have mm. you ever thought about that yes. the type of
4: Yeah. See, this the is decision. why. I hate
5: <laughs>
3: this this is why.
1: Yeah. You're absolutely
5: right and I yeah. want to I want
1: to be the one that does the wars.
5: Yeah. And to hold to <laughs> wear want that to crown. Oh. Yes, mm. I want to wear the crown and start the wars. That's I want to all so now. Such a burden to bear and I feel that burden yeah, for You. Hitler, Hitler
3: always admired you but you admire Hitler for starting the wars. <laughs> um <laughs> Gonna put ball war. Uh, let's go football war. There was yeah. a number of ball wars. Let's go ball so war uh, easily, season one. Okay, ball ball war season one. As the empaths that we are. Question number ten. Which famous last question? <laughs> Which, <laughs> at the end? Final okay. question. Which famous battle? Another war question. Which what? famous <laughs> battle marked the end of Napoleon Bonaparte's reign? <laughs> Yes. You'd know this one straight away uh, yes, as well.
1: Absolutely, I would
4: know the answer to this.
3: Well, someone <laughs> sung about it around the
4: time that season 3 and 4 was set. In Eurovision? Yes, I'm sure they did. Uh, This is just (laughs) the sort of fact that I would know, you know. Yes.
1: Europe, France, England, Commonwealth, war. What I'm sensing
5: from Prince Philip is he wants to give you the space to be the one to bring this answer to the table. He could tell us what the answer is, but it's fair to share the spotlight, would you say? Do you think
1: King Henry V gave everything to all of his subjects on the (laughs) television? No, I must give you something to aspire to. (laughs) And to give you the answer would be uh, unfair unfair to you. It's leading from behind. There's a subject yeah, of not, the ground.
4: Not yeah. forging ahead yourself. Well, I'm thinking Waterloo. I think it's Waterloo. It is Waterloo.
3: We'll lock in Waterloo. That's ten questions.
4: Hey!
5: Well, wow, congratulations, everybody. That was a magical, magical group experience. Yes. Feeling
3: good. Shooting feeling for good ten. How how do you feel now?
4: You yeah, feeling good. I think the team worked well together. We all we'll know a better motions
3: and stuff and i don't know it's just really great guys okay great well let's find out question number one
2: this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation explore blue nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love
4: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
3: Which band wrote the album The Division Bell? You said Kiss Chasey, but it's Pink Floyd. Oh. Which we can Oops. all agree is a different <laughs> band. I was going with Prince Philip saying it was a brand in the 2000s, yes. all right?
1: <laughs> but I never hosted Triple J. Yeah.
5: <laughs> now I just want to say. We did
4: play a whole <laughs> heap of Pink Floyd. Uh, going in into 100. this this
5: answer section, I just want to make sure that there's no blaming going on. Mm-hmm. Nobody's wrong, okay? Everybody's right in that they brought their experience. I to
3: know it. The Wall, that was a Pink Floyd album. There was, not but The Division not Bell. It's not relevant now. No. <laughs> no. Kiss Chase didn't write that either. John Adams was the second president of the United States. Oh, oh no. boo. Jefferson. John Adams. What a nothing name. Two first names. Tim Winton wrote a lot of Australian novels, but it was David Mitchell who wrote the Australian novel Cloud Atlas.
4: Wasn't he the, isn't he the comedian from the
1: UK? It, Peep it, show? A, it's a quite a common name there,
3: sir. Yeah. <laughs> as, as bloody
4: John
1: Unlike Adams prince level of, of common. Prince Philip. No, well, the prince part is not that common. Uh.
3: <laughs> 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 Jane Turner played the lead role of Kath in this TV hey. series, which gives you a point straight away. The art movement characterized by its use of optical illusions is not cubism. No. It's op art. Op art. The answer say, was op art, Gangnam Style. <laughs> I, like, I like figurative paintings, you see. <laughs> I agree with you. Right? GPS stands for the Global Positioning. Oh.
4: <laughs>
3: Meaning we all win Gold is the element That has the atomic number 79 Thank you Pretentious wow. cafe
5: wow.
3: <laughs> Crying after sex Is not known as eye jizzing It's <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly It's post-coital dysphoria
1: uh, close. So close. Yeah. that Could have been
3: found. Yeah. yeah open bracket. Doing a Dyson. Close bracket. Dice. Question nine. Which war was fought from sixteenth of December eighteen eighty to until the twenty third of March eighteen eighty one? You said the Boer War season one, which I'll give you because it was the first Boer War. Oh, hey. oh yes. I just.
1: Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I just realised
3: I would think of it as more of a skirmish. (laughs) (laughs) And Waterloo was the famous battle that marked the end of Napoleon Bonaparte's reign, giving you five out of ten. I got five again. (laughs) No, Damn, I feel exactly the same as last time. And
5: Um, that's okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Empath, I'm so glad you're on your way. Thank you so much for being here.
5: It's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your energy with me, everybody.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's rare for me to do that, I think, to share mm. energies with empaths. But do you, have, do you have people in your circle that you often share energy with?
5: Look, I have to carry a lot of heaviness in my work, wars and such, as we mm. spoke of earlier. Mm. So I do like to lighten it up every now and then mm-hmm. and share some space with a little bit of a hee-hee and a ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a particular... <laughs> <laughs> group of people I like to do that with And they gather together under the acronym T-Y-D-T-R Teaching your dog to read Oh, teaching your dog to read Oh, the, oh, the improv group Yes yeah, yeah. A group of very, very empathetic people mm-hmm. that are not to be confused with psychopaths um, <laughs> And they perform once a month at the Comedy Republic The mm. last Monday Improvises of the month Improvisers
4: are usually referred to as pathetic people Not empathetic people
5: Well, you make your own reality, don't you? And it's pretty easy to add a little E at the top and change your whole vibe. That's a great
3: group. Uh, Amy Ruffles in that group. You chatted to her before? She
5: is a psychopath.
3: (laughs) Thank you very much for being here, (laughs) Empath. And specifically from seasons three and four from The Crown, Prince Philip, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, yes. And contributing, what do you contribute? Global Positioning Satellite to The Answers. (laughs) Ball war We had a ball oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. well, war Quick on that, that's true yeah, that's yes, But yes. you also contribute of course uh,
1: Yes, I think, I think you know what I contributed Did I not give you something?
3: An aspiration I would say Yes, uh, yes Yeah, yes, I feel yes. aspired yes, yes. A feeling of
1: hope Yes, yes, something to um, look to in the dark times Yes, Yes
5: So important Yes, yes, yes
3: Is there yeah. anyone that you wish had played you in seasons three and four of The Crown. When you look around the world at all the I think
1: you're trying to allude to Zachary Rouain, but I think we can see that Tobias Menzies
3: did a much better (laughs) job. (laughs) Well thank you for being I was pretty happy with Tobias Menzies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for being here, specifically from season three and four of The Crown Prince Philip. Thank you so much. And congratulations on five out of 10. Hey, look, thank you very much, Karen. 50% feel like I'm back in uni. Let's go. Uh, you can, of course, listen to Matt and Alex in the podcast oh, yeah. app that you're in right now. Uh, and you can join us for a barn me anytime you like. Yeah. yeah, tickets are selling fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for X Quizzle this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>